Holy Father in heaven, I just thank you for this day. Thank you, Lord, for your blessing, for your love. Thank you you're with us, God. Thank you for your truth. Thank you for your gospel, Jesus. Thank you that we are free. Thank you for your beautiful word, your beautiful gospel. You are so wonderful. Thank you for this time. And thank you for everyone listening. I pray you would bless them and open their ears to hear your word, your truth, your gospel, your love. Thank you for everyone listening, Lord. Amen. I just want to thank you. Thank you for joining the show. Thank you for joining the Truth Produces Freedom podcast. Um, the last episode, I started to wrap up some some different thoughts and things I wanted to uh, go over before digging into the next uh, passage that we're going to go deep into. Uh, this season is focused on untwisting scriptures uh, and revealing the truth that makes us free and there's so many scriptures that we could go into but i'm focusing on the ones that have to do with the subject of freedom from sin because that's the main focus of this podcast and the focus of everything we dug into in romans 6 7 and 8 and untwisted um so that's the focus and uh we also uh, untwisted uh the passage of scripture where Paul makes the statement about being the worst of sinners. Um, and so uh, I always forgot to mention that. So we untwisted Romans 6, 7, and 8, and we also untwisted that passage in the middle of that um, um, teaching that we did, going through step by step through that whole um, passage of scripture. Um, so that's the focus of this season, and uh, we're going to start digging into the next passage finally I had a I had a lot that I just wanted to share and unpack uh, before moving forward um, and so that's just kind of a quick recap of uh, where we're at so far I do recommend listening to those first but you don't necessarily have to at this point now um, but now that we're digging into first John um, definitely aren't gonna want to skip ahead or anything um, because, or once you're past this. But I guess if you're listening to this episode, you're not going to do that anyway. So, um, anyway, yeah. So, um, yeah, welcome to the show. Um, and I pray the Lord's going to, uh, I pray that he reveals more and more of his truth uh, to make you free and unveil more of your true identity in him. So, yeah, we're going we're gonna to dig um, pretty deep into First John. Um, we're going to untwist a, a scripture that is so often and so foolishly, foolishly twisted by many people. Um, and so we're going to dig into the book as a whole, but uh, specifically we're untwisting the verse. First uh, John 1 8 is the verse that we're untwisting. Um, so, yeah, it's a mother. It's a massive one. It's uh, a massive one that people twist. Uh, to mean what it does not mean in the slightest. Um, it's very, it's so foolishly twisted. And it's its absolutely ridiculous what people pervert and lie about this verse uh, and twist it into, trying, into meaning. What they try to make it mean, it doesn't mean at all. Um, in, in a book that is all about freedom from sin and about clearly defining the difference between sinners and those who are righteous and many many things it's absurd what people claim about this verse so we're gonna we're gonna break it down and go through uh 
uh, the main passage that it's in and also the book as a whole just to clarify uh, the whole thing. Um, there won't be any more confusion, just like we did with Romans 6, 7, and 8. Um, this one is even way more obvious than than most scriptures. Uh, you just have to read the book. It's that simple, honestly. So, all by itself, 1 John 1, 8, 1, 8, all by itself and taken completely out of its con context, it says this. It says, if we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. And so people point at this verse and say, see, see, this verse says that if we say that we aren't sinners and that we don't sin every day, then we are deceived and the truth is not in us. This verse says that we are bound and doomed to sin. That's what people claim about it. They claim, they quote this verse to say that that we're still sinners, we're still sinful, and we're always going to sin, and we can never be free from sin. This is the verse that people use to fight against the truth about freedom from sin that the Bible clearly teaches. But they 100% ignore what this passage says. And literally, all that it says before this phrase and after it, as, as well as all of, the, all of the things that the whole letter teaches... It's absolute, it's absolute foolishness. If you think that these claims are what this verse is saying, then you know nothing about 1 John. N no joke. I'm not being mean or anything. It's just the cold, hard truth. You don't know anything about 1 John if you think that these claims about 1 John 1, 8 are true. You don't know the book at all. So... Let's, uh, let's look at the passage in its full contextual meaning and also within the full portrait and context of the entire letter, the entire book. It is, it is unbelievably obvious as you read the whole book. It is unbelievably obvious. And, and it makes this, this false teaching about this verse look absolutely stupid. Okay, so let's back up a little bit. And we're going to read the, the full passage. 1 John 1, 5. We'll start in verse 5 and we'll roll right into chapter 2. It's not very long. It's, it's, all, it's, all, it's all good. Hang in there with me. Um, very short uh, chapters. Because it's, it's one letter. It's one writing. It's, it was never separated by chapters or verse. That only happened a few hundred years ago where someone added those. They are not in the original text. It's one cohesive writing. So... Uh, starting in verse 5. This is the message we have heard from him and proclaim to you, that God is light, and in him is no darkness at all. If we say we have fellowship with him while we walk in darkness, we lie and do not practice the truth. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another, and the blood of Jesus, his Son, cleanses us from all sin. If we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If we say we have not sinned, we make him a liar and his word is not in us. My little children, I am writing these things to you so that you may not sin. 
But if anyone does sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous. He is the propitiation for our sins, and not for ours only, but also for the sins of the whole world. And by this we know that we have come to know Him, if we keep His commandments. Whoever says, I know Him, but does not keep His commandments, is a liar, and the truth is not in him. But whoever keeps His word, in him truly the love of God is perfected. By this we know that we are in Him. Whoever says he abides in Him ought to walk in the same way in which He walked. And that's the end of chapter 2, verse 6. Do you see now what He is really saying when you look at the full teaching? It, it definitely speaks for itself. If you read it, it speaks for itself. It, it really does, but... I, I will still walk us through these things just in case, you know, anyone is still confused about the verse or, or, or anyone uh, that may be fooled by the brainwashing from false teachers in the world. Um, we're just, we're going to break it down and go through it thoroughly anyway. Even though it really does speak for itself, it is unbelievably obvious. But we're going to break this thing down um, and cover all of our bases. So... John is not saying you are a sinner and you're always going to sin. You're, you're always in sin and you sin every day and you can never not sin. And if you say you aren't still sinning, then you are a liar. Not at all. That's not what John is saying at all. He is saying if you claim that you have never sinned, if you say that you have no need for the blood of Jesus, if you say that you don't need to repent if you have sinned. He is saying if you don't agree with what God has revealed as sin. If you don't agree, you're right, I'm wrong. And if you don't agree with what God has already spoken about how all of us have sinned. This position is what makes you self-deceived and without the truth in you. Saying that you don't need to repent, that you don't, that you do not need the blood of Jesus or salvation. That is what John is saying. Also, make note of this tagline at the end of verse 8 about how people being a liar or the truth not being in them. Remember John said that right at the end of that? This same little phrase is repeated in 1 John as a tagline quite a few times about several things. It's very interesting, and it's, there's significance to it. Um, he said, uh, This is the message we have heard from him and proclaim to you, that God is light. So back, you know, back to verse 5, we're going to start there, break it down a little bit. So, This is the message we have heard from him and proclaim to you, that God is light, and in him there is no darkness at all. If we say we have fellowship with Him while we walk in darkness, we lie and do not practice the truth. So there's that little tagline again. Actually, that one was before First uh, John 1.8. John says that this message of the gospel is what they heard from the Lord Himself. And now they share that message with us. And the very first thing that he establishes about this message is that God is light. And in him is no darkness at all. God is not multi-personality, doesn't have multiple personalities. He's not schizophrenic or dual-natured. 
And then the next thing he says is if we say that we have fellowship with God, but we walk in the darkness, so if we're living dual-natured, multiple personalities or schizophrenic, so to speak, if we say we have fellowship with God, who is not, that has no darkness, if we say we have fellowship with Him, but we walk in the darkness, then we lie and do not practice the truth. Meaning what? We don't actually have fellowship with Him or follow Him. We're actually lying. Our claim is invalid. So, this declares, this reveals and declares that we are truly transformed and, and God's followers are also, also, we're not, as His followers, we're not split personality or dual-natured. And this, this is the first occurrence of that tagline that I mentioned. It said that anyone who is still walking in darkness, continuing in sin, practicing sin, having no repentance, and not living in the light, in confession, and receiving the blood and its power, anyone who is claiming God, and not living the truth is a liar. You don't, you don't have fellowship with Him. Your claim is invalid. These people, John says, these people are self-deceived and not practicing the truth. Wow. So, this already debunks the twisting that people do with verse 8 before we even get to it. Before we even get to verse 8. Next verse. Let's move on. But if we walk in the light as He is in the light... We have fellowship with one another, and the blood of Jesus, His Son, cleanses us from all sin. The next thing that John goes into is how if we walk in the light with the Lord, then we do have true fellowship with Him, and the blood of Jesus cleanses us from all sin. Walking in the light is a lifestyle of repentance a lifestyle of repentance it is not hiding sin but bringing it into the light and crushing it with truth letting the light destroy it it's bringing sin into the light and and uh, bring and bringing sin into the light results in cleanliness and godliness it, we become cleansed this truth is all throughout scripture it is, it is confession, repentance, confession unto transformation. So, the, so these words in verse, verses 5 through 7 are what he has already laid out and firmly established before we read the words of verse 8. These are, these are the things he said. God is light. In him is no darkness at all. If we say we have fellowship with him but walk in darkness, we lie and do not truly have fellowship with him and do not practice the truth. But if we do walk in the light, then we do have true fellowship with Him, and we are cleansed of all sin by His blood. That is the beginning context. We are cleansed by His blood because we walk in the light and have fellowship with Him. And the light crushes the sin and cleanses it from our lives. So that, that is the context of living in the light, confessing sin, and being cleansed of sin. Then he goes in to the next phrase, verse 8. If we say we have no sin, 
we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If we say we have not sinned, we make him a liar and his word is not in us. And so here is where he makes the, compar the comparisons of the two things that he already said just before it. He makes a comparison now here. One is walking in darkness and outside of fellowship with him. This is the, we have to get this. He just laid out these things and then now he's making the comparison between the two. Okay? One is walking in darkness and outside of fellowship with, with the Lord. The other is walking in the light in fellowship with him, living cleansed of all sin and in obedience to him. Do you, do you see this? Look at, open this passage yourself, please, and look at it. It's, it is amazing, and it's, it is unbelievably obvious if you just really read it. Like, pay attention on it. Give it full attention. John declares that if we say that we have no sin, then we are self-deceived and calling God a liar and do not have the truth in us. That he did say this, but this phrase, this phrase means if we claim that we have never sinned or that we have no need for the blood of Jesus, this is declining salvation. This is declining cleansing. This is not repenting and confessing sin and being in the light. That's what he is saying. We are self-deceived and do not have truth if we say we have never sinned and don't need the blood. This is a refusal of repentance. A refusal of receiving salvation and cleansing and all that. This passage is about living in repentance. It is about how it is a requirement for sin to be confessed and brought into the light so that it can be crushed, so that sin may be forgiven and removed, so we can be cleansed of all sin. The very next words show this. Look at, look at it again with those words that follow it. We see how it, he immediately declares that if we do confess our sins and live in the light and in repentance, God is faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. All unrighteousness. Verse 8 is talking about if we do not repent and confess our sins in order that we may receive His blood cleansing. You can't take it out of its context and say, to, to and twist it to what it doesn't say at all. It doesn't say what people are claiming. That, Verse 8 is talking about if we do not repent and confess our sins in order that we may receive his blood cleansing. That is all John is saying in, in, in 1 John 1 8. As believers, we are those who do have his blood cleansing. We are not those living without repentance and confession. You cannot point to this verse to preach that we are doomed sinners. It is a lie and not what it says. Not what Paul or what John teaches, or Paul or Jesus or anyone in the Bible, but specifically in this passage and the book, especially as a whole, you cannot point to that verse and preach that we are doomed 
doomed sinners destined to keep committing sin. It is a lie, complete lie. John is laying out the fact that we all need his blood. We all need the blood of Jesus. And if we say that we don't need his blood, then we are self-deceived and calling God a liar. That is all he is saying in the verse. He is talking about the fact that if we, meaning any human being, he's not saying you believers, he in that precisely in that moment, he is saying any human being, any anyone. If we any human being say that we don't need the blood, or that we have never sinned, if we say we don't need forgiveness and salvation, and we think we are a good person and we have attained our own self righteousness then we are already deceived. We are self-deceived already. And we are calling God a liar. And we do not have truth inside of us. We're, we're calling God a liar. The reason he says that is because we're, we're calling God a liar because God has already stated that we have sinned and we all need the blood and salvation. So if we say we don't have sin, that we've never sinned, we're calling God a liar. And the truth is not in us. That is, So anyway, that is all John is saying. And he confirms this with what we see before and after these words. And throughout the whole letter as it continues to unfold. This verse is not saying you are a sinner and you are always sinning. And if you ever say you aren't sinning or still in sin, then you are a liar. And the truth and the word is not in you. That is not what this verse says. Not even close. In this passage, he is declaring that we are of the light and that we walk in the light and are not those that walk in darkness. He says that we have become righteous and that we have been cleansed of all sin. And this truth and reality is because of the blood. And anyone who says they have this reality without the blood is not righteous and they are deceived. Self-made righteousness is not possible. Righteousness is given to us by Christ, received by our faith, our repentance, our confession and agreement with God. And, and because of this beautiful gift, we now can live and see the fruit of righteousness in our lives. And that fruit is holiness, as we see in Scripture. Romans 6.22 Now, having been set free from sin and having become slaves of God, you have your fruit to holiness and the end everlasting life. In the, in the first season of the podcast, we already studied this wonderful truth um, about how the foundation of the new covenant is His forgiveness and, and how that forgiveness restores us to relationship and oneness with the Lord. And how it also transforms us and frees us from sin. It frees us from the prison so that we can walk in victory and freedom. And in the footsteps of Jesus, that's the foundation of the new covenant his, is His forgiveness. And that forgiveness frees us. There, there is never a single moment that we don't need His blood. We need to recognize this. There is never a single moment that we don't need His blood. 
not because we are always sinning and we and we need that blood every moment to keep keep forgiving us in our wretched ways no that's not why but the reason why is because without his blood we would always be sinning we would forever be doomed and unable to be changed His blood and His forgiveness is the only way to be changed. We need His blood every moment. Not because we're always sinning, but because we would be always sinning without it. But with His blood, it cleanses us. It frees us from the power of sin and we don't have to sin anymore. We need His blood every moment. It is our redemption, our transformation. His blood is what has already cleansed us. It is what has already cleansed us, continues to cleanse us. And His blood is what keeps us clean. So I'm, I'm just going to end this episode right there. Uh, we're going to continue on right into the next verse, right where we just left off, um, and keep digging in to this passage. Um, so thank you so much for listening. The Lord loves you so much. Lord, I thank you for whoever's listening. Thank you for your blood, your cleansing, God. Thank you for freedom. Thank you for the gospel. Thank you for your amazing love. So yeah, thank you so much for joining this week's episode. We're going to dive right into the next episode. Uh, in the next episode, we're going to dive right into uh, this passage again and continue on uh, where we just left off. I'm leaving off like we're like kind of in the middle of something, but I just I didn't want to take um, too long. Uh, I wanted to keep it a, a you know a decent time frame. I'm trying to be really intentional about that. Um, but uh, we're going to keep going right in. And so this is going to be very cohesive. Uh, and so maybe listen to the end of this again before the next one. But I'll try to bring it back up to speed where we left off uh, before the next episode. But anyway, thank you so much for joining. Bless you in Jesus' name. He loves you so much. Thanks again for joining this week's episode of the Truth Produces Freedom podcast. You can find me on Facebook at Jonah Smith Preachings and Teachings. You can comment, uh, send me a message if you, if you have any questions or if there's anything you want me to uh, um, talk about on the show. Um, and uh, I'm also on a WordPress blog uh, and I'm on YouTube as well. And those are going to be under uh, Truth Produces Freedom podcast. And you can get this podcast anywhere that you find podcasts. Uh, please like, subscribe and share with people just so more people um, can get the podcast and hear um, the truth that's going to make them free. I just want to see people set free and walking in their identities. identities. So thank you so much for uh, joining and uh, may God bless you in Jesus' name.